0: Hello everyone, I'm Robin Hattersley of Campus Safety Magazine, and welcome to our podcast on how the Nevada System for Higher Education consolidated the public safety and security operations of four of its campuses in Southern Nevada. Today I'm interviewing Adam Garcia, who is Vice President and Director of Public Safety Services at the Nevada System for Higher Education. Adam is also one of this year's Director of the Year finalists, and he was a finalist last year as well. In our interview, Adam explains why the Nevada system of higher education chose to consolidate the police and security services for four of its campuses, how Adam went about leading that consolidation and the results of these changes. So here's my interview with Adam Garcia. Enjoy the show. Now, I know that you led the consolidation of police and campus security services for the College of Southern Nevada Desert Research Institute, Nevada State College, and University of Nevada, Las Vegas. So can you describe what consolidate actually means and what was actually consolidated?
1: Sure, Uh, thanks for the question. So let me give you just a little bit of background first. Um, I spent 18 years at the University of Nevada, Reno, uh, that other school here in Nevada. And um, while I was there, uh, Towards the end of my tenure there, um, the Nevada System of Fire Education Board of Regents approached me and wanted to consolidate police services in northern Nevada. As you might imagine, that process itself uh, was a very politically challenging process. You, You have the university, who had its own police department, who wanted to consolidate all of the institutions in Northern Nevada under one public safety umbrella. So instead of having, for instance, uh, uh, the uh, Truckee Meadows Community College had its own police department. It was kind of part-time. The Western Nevada College had a security force. Um, Great Basin College didn't didn't really have much of anything. So the consolidation was meant to provide an adequate and proportional police service across the board uh, in the consolidation was meant mostly to enhance safety for students. Uh, in the process, a whole bunch of cascading things happened. Um, we saved money. It was much more efficient. Everybody was operating under one rule book. Uh, there was one chief instead of multiple chiefs and, and so, it was initially, uh, like I said, it was very, very challenging because the community college did not want to move in this direction. It kind of saw it as, as the university, you know, the big university taking everything over. And of course, if it's successful with police, maybe they're going to try to take over the college. And, you know, those arguments uh, came up. Very challenging time for in, in my professional career, about uh, six months. Um, it, once the, the consolidation was approved, uh, it took another six months afterwards in which the, the change was complete and everybody accepted it. And quite frankly, there were many, many people who, uh, who were against it, who became advocates for it afterwards because they saw the good, they understood that, that working with me and working with my staff and the officers, was really a good thing. And so uh, if you look at it today, you would never even know there were separate police departments at one time. Um, in 2019, the board approached me uh, about doing the same thing here. Um, I applied for the position ultimately was successful. I've been here uh, two years, February 14th, So oh, my second year anniversary is coming up. The same mindset. To consolidate the various police departments and provide a consistent uh, public safety experience uh, that is the same at one campus as it is another across all Southern Nevada. Uh, a little bit different in Southern Nevada, uh, Las Vegas Clark County uh, has uh, well over two million people. Um, the students, faculty, and staff of the combined the four institutions that, that we now serve has an excess of 80,000 students, faculty, and staff, so much larger than what we saw in northern Nevada. So the consolidation, again, was meant to enhance the public safety experience that people had and make it consistent across the board. Uh, In Nevada, we have a Nevada system for education. Um, and a Board of Regents that oversees all higher ed in the state of Nevada. So uh, the idea was that since there's a system, uh, that the policing should all be consistent across that board. And so uh, we started the consolidation process day one, uh, February 15th of 2019, Um, Move forward very quickly, changed uniforms, policies, all the same, um, cars all the same, uh, you know, again, one person in charge of the entire public safety function within the organization. Since the consolidation, uh, we have uh, received uh, what we, we realized a savings of $3.1 million in savings. So, and in, in that was just through the, the process of looking at light like positions. We don't need three or four administrative assistants all doing the same thing at in different institutions, you know, one or two persons can do the same thing and do it very effectively. Uh, instead of having two chiefs, uh, there are actually none now because I'm vice president and I oversee much more than, than just policing. Um, but so th- this consolidation was able to bring that $3.1 million uh, in savings. And again, this is year two is over $3 million. In recognition of, of that process, uh, the Cashman Good Government uh, program, w- which recognizes local governments in the state of Nevada for the work that they do in, in saving money for the taxpayers. We're a finalist this year, and we'll know later this month whether or not we will be, will be awarded the, the Good Government Award, uh, which recognizes the work that we've done. Uh, Since consolidation, the department has applied for $2.3 million in grant funding, and we've received well over $600,000 in grant funding. Prior to this process, the consolidation, there were none. Uh, There were absolutely zero um, awards made to either department in in Southern Nevada. So we're looking at at, uh, building this organization the piece with one voice. Um, today, we have about 160 employees in the consolidated department. About 80 of them are sworn police officers.
0: So can you describe what exactly was consolidated? I mean, obviously it's 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 law enforcement, security. Can, can you go into the nitty gritty of, of what specifically was consolidated?
1: Well, um, <clears throat> so, There were two very distinct departments, UNLV police, the College of Southern Nevada police. And um, so the officers moved under one umbrella. There's only one department. Um, There's not two different color cars and uniforms and all those things. Policies are consistent across the board. Uh, All of that has changed. In essence, we just became a bigger department in in combined the, the two organizations But then we expanded um, the scope of public safety services to include all four institutions in Southern Nevada, as well as the Nevada system of higher education locations that are located here. Our patrol area now um, is about 800 square miles. So we have facilities all throughout Clark County in in Southern Nevada. Uh, In the past, it was basically campus only, you know, the, the boundaries of the campus. So now it's been extended to include all those specific areas that are scattered throughout uh, Clark County. Um, in addition to that, and you, you brought up security, so this isn't just law enforcement, the, the 80 sworn officers that we have. Uh, we also have about 60 uh, security officers who work at the various sites throughout. Um, they now fall under uh, the uh, uh, University Police Services. The um, Uh, Emergency management processes for uh, the the universities now fall under this new uh, University Police Services. We have one assistant director for emergency management, and under him, there are two uh, emergency managers, and they're responsible for all emergency management processes throughout uh, Southern Nevada under the, the UPD, that's University Police. Uh, umbrella, and of course, with the pandemic that has come upon us, um, I think that the, the universities and the system have realized the importance of uh, emergency management and what role it plays in these critical events. Typically, when we talked about critical events in the past, we thought about active shooters and you know, kind of the situations that that arose and were done in an hour or two, or a day or two, or maybe a week or two. Uh, but with this pandemic, uh, we have, um, you know, we've, we've recognized the the need for um, uh, policies and procedures that address these issues. Continuity of uh, business, you know, how do we move forward when we're really not here? Um, and all of that came into play when the pandemic uh, uh, hit. Um, and. Fortunately, or unfortunately, I guess, for those that have to work it, it all fell within police services to move forward and do the things that that we've been doing quite successfully through uh, the pandemic process. Uh, We have uh, established on campus two things. Uh, One is a, um, a point of distribution uh, vaccination site. So we actually have one at UNLV, uh, which is kind of our home base, and at the College of Southern Nevada Henderson campus. So we have two pods. Um, between the two, we have provided about 30,000 vaccinations to date, and we're continuing uh, anywhere between 1,500 and 2,000 every day. Um, and we have also uh, at the UNLV site uh, provided a quarter, uh, a, Quarter million uh, tests for COVID. So we're very involved in the community. We've kind of tied all the strings together as it relates to to uh, campus safety, uh, public safety, all under one umbrella.
0: You know, I would think too, and um, that being so consolidated, and you can really like sort of achieve economies of scale as far as the purchasing of maybe camera equipment technology, uh, other types of services. Is that what you've experienced as well? Or that, is that what you're, that I would think you're probably at least trying to work on that, Eh.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and you're, you're absolutely right. When, when I talked about the 3.1 million in savings, it was that the economy. Um, when we talked about um, uh, grant funding, uh, it, it's much different when you have a department of 10 or 15 versus a department of 80. Um, and and so when when you look at that economy of scale, absolutely, I think that we have a much larger voice, uh, not only within the law enforcement community in Southern Nevada, but as we uh, look at you know buying ten cars instead of two um, or cameras, you know whatever the case might be, I think that, that we have um, you know we've achieved that. One of the other things that you bring up that. that um, I, I think it's important to um, to bring up is uh, when I arrived here, uh, there were five dispatch centers that handled um, communications in Southern Nevada for NCI institutions. So what we've done is we've combined all dispatch centers in one central dispatch. Um, and, and so we've closed down the other centers. We brought them all into a a new state-of-the-art. We just built a new building with a state-of-the-art dispatch center within this building. Um, And and so um, everything has now been consolidated even within dispatch. And I I just uh, was taken aback when I learned that uh, each campus had its own dispatch center. And so uh, within that, in, in 2020, um, UPD dispatch handled over a million transmissions uh, they, in 2021, in January last month, we handled well in excess of 90,000 uh, 90, transmissions. And this amounts to about 75,000 minutes of two-way uh, radio airtime between the department and field personnel in the dispatch center. So if you can imagine that every institution in Southern Nevada had its own dispatch center. Now it's under one. Uh, the, the work that they've done, the credible work that our dispatchers do, the importance comes up, but it also shows that where you can apply that economy of numbers, it's very important.
0: I would think also it would help with sharing of information on folks, that, you know, exhibiting concerning behavior or things like that, because they tend to go to different um, campuses, you know, if, if they're at, at community college, then they're going to the UNLV or or or, or vice versa.
1: Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You, you're you're spot on. Uh, so, in, in anybody in this profession will tell you that that um, you know we share students, uh, we share faculty, um, and in what perhaps a student or. Anybody, really, it could be a faculty member, it could be a staff member who's problematic, could potentially be problematic at other institutions as well. And so that information sharing, I think, is, is very important. Um, when you have separate anything, whether it's an institution or whether it's a law enforcement agency, typically there's siloing that takes place. Uh, there's kind of that professional, uh, jealousy that, that, you know, comes into play, whether we like it or not. I mean, it's true. It it does happen. And so this broke down all of those barriers. um, And, you know, all um, higher education um, processes became one, instead of those separate silos that existed in the past.
0: Now, um, we've already talked about the results now. Over three million dollars in savings. Um, any other results that maybe we haven't talked about that you you think would be of interest?
1: Well, um, you know, we we've embarked on a very aggressive um, recruiting process uh, because we we have grown. Um, we. Overnight we grew from from what we were to to where we are now. So a very aggressive process. We're no longer competing against each other uh, to bring in the best people. Um, We've increased the number of female uh, officers that we have in the consolidated department um, as well as as other underrepresented groups. My goal is that we represent the community that we serve. I mean, I think that we're moving forward with that. And once again, if you're interested in higher education and institutional law enforcement, there's nobody here to compete against because there's only one department. We're not competing against some other uh, organization. So we've been very successful at that. And by the way, anybody who might be listening, if you're interested in uh, in law enforcement and in higher education, uh, see me, because we have plenty of openings and, and we're always hiring. Um, We've been able, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, we've been able to to look at crime stats because crime crime doesn't know borders. And typically uh, when we have crimes at some institutions of higher education, you might see the same crime at others because uh, folks, criminals recognize that this is a victim-rich environment. And so they're willing to go where there's a path of least resistance in educational environments have always been uh, areas uh, in which people are, are likely to come to take advantage of the kind of environment that we're in. And so we're able to uh, track uh, the, the crime stats uh, from campus to campus. And, and we have identified some folks who do travel from institution to institution uh, to, to commit crimes. So all of these come into play. Um, is we kind of look at how the consolidation has had an effect on um, what we do, Uh, our emergency alert system. So in the past, all four institutions in Southern Nevada had their own emergency alert system. And to your point that we share faculty, we share staff, we share students, um, you could be at UNLV's campus and have an event take place at Nevada State College and um, you might get in your car to go take a class there and not know that an event was taking place because of that siloing that we had in the past. And so now if we issue an alert, it goes to everybody. At all four campuses, 80,000 plus people, they all get it. They all know what's going on at each specific campus. Of course, we can segment it so we can only only have to send it to one campus and not another. But the idea is that we're making it safer for for folks by giving them information that is appropriate so that they can take whatever steps they need to protect themselves.
0: Now, last question here. Any advice to other higher education systems contemplating the same kind of uh, consolidation move that your organization has done?
1: Well, uh, you know, I would say, and I would share any information with any institution that wants to look at what we did. There have been a number of studies that have been completed on the consolidation uh, from IACLEA. Uh They're out there, they kind of talk about the pitfalls that we encountered and what the successes were. And I think the biggest pitfall that we had. It, especially in northern Nevada, because they were kind of the guinea pig. That's where we started. Uh, By the time the idea of a consolidation had come here, it was a well-accepted fact this this could potentially work. Um, But you have different campuses that have totally different cultures um, and different ways of doing things, different ways of accepting what law enforcement is about. And so Um, that biggest pitfall is getting over um, the political processes um, that you initially encounter. Um, You have to uh, have somebody in the position who can provide credibility to uh, the process and ensure that all voices are going to be heard and they're all on the same page. So from my perspective, and, and I would tell anybody this, There's not one institution in Southern Nevada that's more important than the other. They're all as important. They're all treated equally. They all receive the same attention, uh, whether it's for me or the the members of my department. And so that is gonna be really important. If any institution is even thinking of looking at this, is looking at the different cultures, understanding what the culture is and ensuring that the safety services are provided, take into account that culture.
0: Anything else you want to add before we sign off?
1: Uh, you know, this, this is a, a this experience has been um, something I, I had never planned in, in you know my my professional career, uh, but I'm, I'm glad I did and I really do believe that that it, it times bigger as better, um, that it can create, especially with limited resources, limited funding, uh, limited staffing, that it can work um, In it can increase and enhance safety on campuses. So uh, it, it is a good process. I think if it's done correctly, it will work and it will save money. It will make. Uh, things better, it will enhance safety, and it will create an environment that's open for our campuses.
0: Thank you so much, Adam.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me.